greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, we are catching up on some DuckTales episodes. We're going to do two episodes in one review. That's right, folks. DuckTales is back with the final four episodes, if I remember correctly. And, of course, I am joined with the illustrious, the amazing, the stupendous Marcello, a.k.a. Mark, via satellite radio. Uh, Mark, how you doing out there, buddy? Well, Matt, we made it out of 2020, but... We have to pay a terrible price. We're running out of ducktails. Too true. With only a few episodes left, and Mark and I, we had some discussions the evening earlier about why that may be, but hey, we're going to talk more about that in our review. Now, before we begin, folks, I will apologize ahead of time. You probably were expecting me to do the episodes quite quickly. Well, very personal things came up. Nothing drastic, but big changes happened for myself and my livelihood, and so I had to do a lot of rearranging. But most of that rearranging is now out of the way, so I'm ready to get back into the Duckburg and see what's going on with the Duck family and all that jazz. And one other disclaimer that I wanted to put out there is that the last review I did, I believe, was with a friend, a guest of mine, Morella, when we went over season three and four of Carmen Sandiego, the final season. And Mark and I, we actually recorded our review for Disenchantment, but by the time I could have edited that episode, that's where the big changes were happening. So I didn't really have time to do it. And Mark and I, we feel like that DuckTales is a little bit more intriguing for viewers. So we wanted to tackle that first. And then once all the DuckTales episodes are done, we will jump back to doing some disenchantment reviews and a few other things that we might catch on Netflix, Hulu, or what other streaming service we can get our hands on. Isn't that right, Mark? Absolutely. And don't forget, if you have something you'd like to recommend, be it a legacy title or something coming up, let us know in the comments. And we do pay attention to the comments, actually, because we've seen quite a few things on the Disney Channel type stuff. So that's always an option, Mark. No, yeah. And, you know, our chats have always been, you know, a good place for conversation just talking about cartoons. So, you know, don't be a stranger. And we we love doing it too. But without further ado, let's get into the first episode of this two-episode review that we will be doing, and that is Season 3, Episode 19, dubbed Beaks in the Shell. Now, what is that episode generally about? Well, as far as I can understand it, it seems that Gandra and Fenton are doing a joint invention, a top-secret experiment that they're trying to keep it secret from the world, as well as their budding relationship. But then Mark B catches wind of this secret experiment and decides to go in to make it all his own without original thought in his mind. And that is generally the synopsis of this episode. Now, Mark, why don't you uh, let me know, what were some of your major takeaways from this episode? What worked? What didn't work? Well, uh, somewhat to its benefit and somewhat to its detriment, we don't have very many different locations in this episode. And while I think the gizmo cloud was interesting we never really left that one little plateau area i guess you could call it the little uh, the little area in it um it, it did have a bit of a minecraft aesthetic which i'm sure was fun for some people uh not the only video game reference there was a reference to a video game series that i am notoriously not a fan of because the last time i played it it made me horribly sick with motion sickness and i nearly got stuck in an elevator but um uh overall i like the fenton and the gandra relationship where it is at this point i do think it felt it, i think it was very obvious that's where they were always going to go with it i think just uh, it felt a little rushed 
given the fact that we had to keep this under a three season restriction. And I think that was kind of a shame. But other than that, I did like it. I thought she was very, Gandra was a bit gullible thinking she was just going to get to walk away from a lot of things and just be with Fenton. But uh, overall, it was okay. I also not a big fan of Mark Beeks, so probably didn't rank very high on my list, but I wound up actually liking it more than I thought. There you go, folks. Mark doesn't like Mark. How do you like that? Apples? I, I, I hate myself. What can I say? And I'm sorry, that was kind of all over the place. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think uh, Mark and I, we kind of talked about this episode the other night and we both kind of agreement here where it was a fun little episode and I kind of liked the progression that they had with Fenton and Gandra. Yes, it felt a little rushed and I still had many questions, but at that point I actually didn't realize there were only four episodes left. So we kind of had to speed things along. So I kind of understood that. I wish it was a little bit more build up for their relationship. I knew it was a thing from when Gandra was like first introduced. Fenton just thought it was like a regular date and two nerds geeking it out. That sort of thing. But I still thought it was believable. I liked where it was going. Although I agree, Gandra was extremely naive to think that, oh, once she was all done and settled, she can just leave foul without any repercussions or resistance. It's like, it's foul. They're an evil organization that steals things and hides in plain sight. Yeah, of course, they're not going to just simply let you go. So kind of saw that coming. As far as the Mark Beeks thing go, I actually kind of like him mostly because of how detestable he is. And also the fact that this episode really played on the idea that Mark Beeks, he was so obsessed with getting Gizmo Duck's armor that the whole episode plays on the idea that he doesn't have an original idea in his head and all he does is steal ideas. I thought that was really funny. And I actually kind of like the fact that when Fenton and his friends were trying to fight off Mark Beeks. It got to the point where Gandra said like he doesn't have original thought in that big head of his and he decides to go all Andros on us. I actually thought that was actually kind of funny. Unpleasant memories. Very unpleasant for you. But I still thought it was a fun little episode. And I agree. I wish we saw more of the world of the gizmo cloud. I felt like we were just on one patch of land most of the time. And I know there's a term for it when it comes to films and TV shows where... I think you're thinking of a bottle episode. Yeah, it felt like a bottle episode, even though it's like a VR thing. Yes, we did go to other places in the real world. Whatever. It felt like a bottle episode. That's where I was going with. So, but overall, I thought it was a fun little episode. But yeah, I say um, that's generally our thoughts on the episode of Beaks in a Shell, season three, episode 19 of DuckTales. Totally a reference to Ghost in the Shell. Oh, is that what that was? I don't know why. I thought of Ninja Turtles when I saw that title. Fair enough, but I'm pretty sure it's a reference to Ghost in the Shell. I, I think you're 100% correct. Considering we had one title called Astro Boyd, I'm pretty sure these people like anime. I'm I'm pretty sure too. Anywho, that will do it for that episode we're reviewing. If you want to jump into the comment section below now to let us know, hey, did you like Beaks in a Shell? Did you not like it? You know, share your thoughts and join the conversation. But without further ado, Mark, I say let's move on to the second episode, the more recent episode prior to this recording of DuckTales. And that would be season three, episode 20 of DuckTales, dubbed The Lost Cargo of Kit Cloud Kicker. Mark, why don't you let the fine folks know, what is this episode all about? I'd be happy to, Matt. That's right, folks. Don't touch that YouTube tab or embedded link or whatever you're using to listen to this or view us or if you're on Spotify or whatever. Anyway, yes, The Lost Cargo of Kit Cloud Kicker. For those of you who were waiting for it, this is our tailspin and also, weirdly enough, our Wuzzles inclusion into this DuckTales reboot as a show that's being rather all-encompassing of a lot of things in the 
about Disney afternoon repertoire to the point that even things that really only had one sort of pilot slash TV movie movie made it in the uh, pound dog thing. I don't the the not pound puppies as I tend to refer to them, but um yeah the Wuzzles who are still not on Disney Plus mm-hmm. and Tailspinner in this one, and we see a grown up Kit Cloud Kicker for all you guys who were kids watching Tailspins. Congratulations, Kit got old just like the rest of us, <laughs> and um, he jettisons a mysterious cargo bound for Foul HQ while his aircraft is being pursued by Don Carnage, and in the present, Della's teaching Dewey how to fly, and eventually, of course, they cross paths, but turns out that lost cargo from this was a crazy amulet stone thingamajig that can make one thing and another thing also one thing. In other words, one plus one is two. It's the fusion stone. Exactly. It's Full Metal Alchemist. I was trying to be coy about this, but yes, it's it's Full Metal Alchemist. It's, it's uh, actually, it's uh, probably a more apt to put it to and less uh, creepy to put it to the what was it Mary and the Witch's Flower wasn't that one of the plot threads in that one Matt I faintly remember that and I'm gonna say yes all right cool this so hey you came for Wuzzles and Tailspin you got a knockoff Studio Ghibli reference in here too what a quality show we bring here to you people but um yeah Dewey learns you know to be less Dewey and actually pay attention when doing things like flying a plane novel thing to have to be mindful of and uh Molly's here too Molly Cunningham and she also claims just like her mother before her to own the uh sea duck plane that is now in cloud uh kit cloud kickers possession wow say that name three times fast i dare you it's a tongue twister it is isn't it Uh, but um yeah no i would say a very fun episode for what it has included in it but honestly there was maybe just a little too much going on for it in my opinion because like we said this is this is the tailspin thing this is the wuzzles thing this is dewey the message with dewey and della and you know focus and being all that stuff was a good message and moral for me but i don't think it quite sticks to landing because it's just kind of trying to do too much in a 30 minute episode kind of and um i kind of miss i've gone on record saying i personally prefer the original don carnage over this one i just find him so much more over the top and entertaining but um not to harp on that as a detraction for this episode but actually i kind of preferred beaks in the shell a little more considering despite the fact that i do dislike mark beaks so much more than any character in the this episode but yeah i don't know i think it a lot of great stuff that just didn't in my opinion have enough time to get each get the time it deserved yeah i think i'll kick off with my positives here i actually really liked the message for dewey i mean we've talked about this multiple times before mark with a show this engrossed in a lot of fun episodes you could only teach the same lesson over so many times and in this one i don't know i thought it was a fun concept to kind of play around with dewey who likes to showboat a lot and see to be overconfident in himself. I mean, heck, that was one of his amazing abilities in a recent episode. I think it was a Swanstatine episode where that was really shown off, but I digress slightly. I like the idea that he can be a good pilot and he needs to learn to be stable about it. And it actually became a very important factor for him when retrieving that giant gem cargo, where eventually it was on the front end of the plane, not really secured. And in order to keep it on there, Dewey had to keep the plane balanced. And it kind of reminded me of the whole like book on your head watch your posture practice so i kind of really like the themes there i thought it was a really cute idea as far as the negatives go it's mostly just nitpicks and i will be 100 transparent with you guys i was a darkwing duck fan still am love that show as a kid 
good. I didn't really care much for Tailspin. I liked the theme song and I kind of liked the character designs, but because I wasn't a big fan of the original Jungle Book, loosely connected with Baloo, just in a different setting and time period, of course, it just didn't appeal to me. So I don't have much attachments to these characters, even the Kit and Molly grown up. So I don't really have the nostalgia goggles there. That being said, I kind of wish Kit was voiced differently. And I only say that because you're talking about Mark Beeks, Mark. In the last episode, we had Gyro and Marks, who are both nasally characters, but kind of have like a different air about them to distinguish them. And I felt like the guy who voiced Kit in this episode, he kind of sounded like a little bit of a middle ground between those two characters, or he was just in the nasally family category, and it just didn't really work for me. Like, he sounded too normal in a slightly exaggerated way. It, it, I know that probably makes no sense. No, I, I get it. Yeah, it, it's just more of a feeling, and I think that's kind of what made me not so engaged into him being a lazy, aloof character, because I didn't really feel like his voice matched that aloofness, if you will. As far as the Wuzzles thing, that went completely over my head. I'm actually not not familiar with that unless I'm thinking of the Winnie the Pooh thing, but I'm pretty sure that's not the same thing. No, they were the Wuzzles were basically it was them and I believe the gummy bears who sort of were like the first out of the gate uh Disney afternoon shows more or less. And gummy bears kind of ultimately won out in the end. I think Wuzzles only had one season. Though they had a lot of merchandise. I would not be surprised. But yeah, I guess I'm getting the Wuzzles mixed up with the uh Woozles. Woozles. Wuzzles and Woozles. <laughs> I apologize for the confusion there, folks. Anyway, I agree with you, Mark. I feel like there was a lot going on in this episode that we didn't really get to marinate in this part of the duck universe or the whatever this world is called. I would have liked to see more of like Kit and Della kind of like a little bit of backstory of them like going to the same like pilot school or things like that. I will say jumping back to positives, I do like the idea which kind of ties into Dewey's lesson is you shouldn't constrain yourself to a skill set that you're not really excelling at being something you're not and you should Focus on skills that you enjoy doing and that you're good at. I kind of like that theme a little bit in this episode, but like you said, Mark, it was a 30 minute episode, a little less than that. A lot was going on, so we didn't get to really marinate in that. But I, I do appreciate the foundation there. But yeah, overall, it's it's weird because going back to the gem, there's a little bit of a body horror theme there with the whole fusion thing. Like I haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist, and I know the dog girl thing is like supposed to be a creep factor thing. I'm not really 100% sure on that. I haven't seen it. But the whole idea of like two animals. If you would like to get Matt to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and force him to talk about it, let us know in the comment section below. I'm sorry. You guys want to piss me off? I don't like to watch anime, but if you keep recommending anime, then I will hate you and hate watch something. So that should be fun. Anyway, I don't want to get off topic here, Mark. But the point I'm trying to get at, Mark, is when you have two consciousness forced to share the same body that can lead to some like disturbing like existential shit right there and i was i think i would have liked a little bit more of that because i feel like don kanash's pirate crew was going through that but we kind of had to force the plot forward a little bit no i mean that's totally fair and i mean originally the wuzzles were just mixed up creatures there was no stone at least as far as i can remember anything weird about it it was just kind of really the, the wuzzles in many ways i think even fans of the wuzzles would probably just have to say the wuzzles were disney's answer to the care bears in a lot of ways so it was like self-competition. Well, no, Disney didn't. Disney doesn't own the Care Bears. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking Gummy Bears. I'm sorry. No, no that's okay. I retract that comment. No, no, too late. It's in. It's in. It's in the. It's video. gone. It's gone. Yeah, don't. 
Don't argue with me, man. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Don't have right. a cow, man. Jeez. But um, yeah, I, I did have a lot of fun with it too. But like I said, I just I think we both agreed that there's just a lot of cool stuff, just not enough time to really each get its own thing. But I don't know about you, Matt. I'm happy to have DuckTales back, even if we are much sooner than later. In fact, like in less than two weeks, going to have to say goodbye all over again. That's right. Cue the goodbye song from the Great Mouse Detective. Farewell. Oh, I was, I was thinking of the goodbye song from Bear in the Big Blue House. Oh, now that's even more sentimental and less creepy than the one I was going with. Oh, was were you thinking of the one Radigan sings? Yeah, that, the goodbye song from the Great oh, Mouse Detective. Oh, well, no, the heck, let's do that. Uh, Vincent Price all the way. That's right, baby. Oh, one last tidbit that I'll mention, though. I will kind of give credit to the last two episodes. Yes, at the end of the Gandra-featured episode... She is captured and thrown into Fowl's prison. We're presuming that. Well, they call it the Lost Library. I'm assuming it's the library of the uh, Junior Woodchuck Lady. So we're definitely going to have a continuation off of that for sure. And also at the end of this episode, the one with Kit Cloud Kicker, even though Don Canage is grounded, sort of, no pun intended, he managed to get a shard of the alchemist stone thing so it definitely seems like that's going to come back into play in the finale i would say it's Chekhov's alchemy stone so it's not the end of that so hey folks i'm looking forward to the last two episodes of ducktales we have some theories about what's going on but i think for the sake of time mark let's leave all that speculation and theorizing that's not a word but i'm gonna make it a word that we're gonna talk about in the last episode of DuckTales. What say you, Mark? No, yeah, there, we indeed we will, Matt. There's some stuff um, I've just heard on good authority of, you know, just unfortunately the costs and negotiations of uh, televised uh, content and whether or not, you know, us moving into a streaming future will change that, whether or not there's going to be any spinoffs from this officially, mind you, or, you know, whatever. And uh, we'll be talking about that, not in, like you said, not in next week's episode, which is a uh, Episode 21, The Life and Crimes of Scrooge, Mc, of Scrooge McDuck, a play on the life and times of Scrooge McDuck from the comics, at least in title. So very interesting. I imagine stuff will be going down there. But um, yeah, look at least uh, at some point after March 15th, when The Last Adventure airs, look for us to be talking about that episode, the series as a whole, and you know, future and possible reasons why uh, we only got three seasons. Because I know a lot of people were really bummed to hear that we only had three seasons, especially when we kind of only found out about it, it seemed like midway through through the third season so uh, lots of conversation to be had and we'll talk more about it in the future reviews well you heard our opinions but now we want to hear yours let us know in the comment section below what did you think of episode 20 of season three of ducktales the lost cargo of kit cloud kicker did you like it did you not like it share your thoughts join the conversation and to wrap up on this review be sure to give it a like share subscribe ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop and if you want to support me directly consider going on my patreon and also i am streaming on twitch which is nice i guess so if you want to follow me there and watch me do some animation maybe some drawing yeah follow me on twitch links are in the description below this is matt Sella, and this is mark thanking you all for two in. Oh.